What's up, beautiful beings? Welcome to my podcast, the Stefanelli Podcast. I'm reporting live here from planet Earth, wherever in the cosmos you may be listening. I'm super grateful that you're tuning in, listening to this episode today. Today I'm going to be exploring the topic of my personal spiritual journey. What were the things that led me onto that path? What have been the teachings along the way? How I've transformed and come to know myself and life in a different than a deeper way? And you know, we're all on the spiritual path. It's not that I'm on any different path than anyone else. But I just want to share my experience with connecting deeper to spirit and opening up to perceive life in a grander way than I thought was possible before. But before I tune in, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for showing up in this moment. Thank you for being present here and now, taking the time out for yourself to listen in to something that might give you perspective, possibly enhance your life or show you a new way to approach the circumstances you're in. I wish you and all of those around you health and happiness. I pray that you're filled with purpose and inspiration to pursue your dreams, to create and craft the life experience you most desire. I wish you peace, I wish you clarity, harmony, I wish you alignment with universal life force, with chi, with spirit, with prana. So, diving in, looking back on my personal journey of expanding and opening up to spirit it's been quite the wild ride I can't lie (laughs) I didn't expect that life would take me where I am right now it's funny you know when you are growing up when you're being birthed into this incarnation here on earth you know coming into this physical form as human beings Uh, And, you know, then you just get into society and you're there with family and, you know, surrounded by all sorts of ideas of what this experience is and how it functions and what are the rules and the laws and everything governing this experience. And for most of us, you know, of course, we come in as children and we got you know, we're completely open and expanded, but then as time goes on, we form a super dense structure of self or of ego. And it, in many cases, is so rigid that it doesn't uh, allow us to explore or experience much beyond the confines of just the, the limited realm of rational thinking or of societal norms or such things. So I find it to be a great gift that we can, as we then move forward, take ownership of our own lives and decide to surrender and let go of some of those beliefs or structures that, you know, might have seemed like they were assisting us earlier on the path. And surely they did in some form, but when we notice that they might not be in our highest good anymore to be willing to examine them and then possibly release those that do not serve you. And I feel like that's in essence what the spiritual journey is. It's being willing to look within and examine those deeply held beliefs or those ideas or thoughts that you have about yourself or about reality or about society or life or whatever it may be. And being willing to look at them and see, is this something that serves me? Is this something I want to make my truth? Or is it something that I was just 
taught along the way or something that I picked up or something that's culturally validated. And, you know, it doesn't matter if everyone in the world is believing in it. If it doesn't serve you in your personal experience, is it worth it? You know, so in a, that's at least one perspective on the spiritual journey. Of course, there's many uh, ways that one can look at it. But yeah, so if I just dive in, start thinking about my personal experience, maybe I'll just start looking at how I was as a child and then starting to relate that to my process of expanding and uh, awakening to the deeper truths. So as a child, I, of course, just uh, was born into the world, into my physical body. And from, you know, as early as I can remember, I always was very energetic and, you know, I liked to express myself creatively and, you know, I was making fun songs just for the fun of it, freestyling some random stuff and doing all sorts of shenanigans, doing cartwheels here, say, mom, mom, look at me, look what I'm doing. <laughs> and... I always had a big vision from an early age. I could see myself, you know, in everything that I was doing, that I would be doing it big time uh, in the future. So, you know, some examples. I was playing soccer there for a while. And I always had this vision of me becoming, you know, the world's greatest soccer player. And that was what I was focused on when I was in that. But then I, as I, you know, started losing interest, losing interest in soccer, I, I can't remember the chronological order, but, you know, I was a snowboarder at one time and then I was seeing myself, you know, becoming a professional snowboarder. This is what I'm going to do. I was skateboarding there as well. I was doing parkour. Um, I was playing basketball, all these sorts of things. And in each and every one of them, I could always envision myself you know being at the top level I'm gonna make it big I never had this feeling of wanting to just um what shall I say experience the normal lifestyle that our culture presents us with as you know the most normal thing to do or the path you're quote-unquote supposed to take of course, that's always changing and people are opening up more and more to allowing everyone to explore whatever they want to explore. But what I'm saying is I, I didn't see myself, you know, just going to school and getting a job and getting a wife and kids and getting a house and, you know, going that classic route, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Somehow that never resonated with me as a part of my path, at least you know, not in the traditional sense. Who knows how it's all going to unfold? You know, I, I'm, I definitely can see myself at some point doing some of those things. <clears throat> but I was a big dreamer. That's what I'm saying. But then as time went on and I, uh, I got into music around, I was 16 years old. So that was around the time when I was starting junior college, which is a three-year study from, I think it's yeah, 16 till 19 here in Iceland. And at that point, uh, right before that, I was starting to get caught in a more rational perspective in some regards, at least uh, in the sense that I was thinking, you know, okay, let me go to this school and I'll just study the thing that gives me the most opportunities for different jobs or different things in the future, which was like this kind of natural sciences department in the school. And, you know, I was always good in school with math and with science and all of this stuff. I was blessed with just... Uh, the ability not to have to study much but still always do good on exams you know I, I was just I it's easy for me to envision rational 
equations and all of this stuff. So I went on that path, but uh, at the same time I was getting into music. And quite soon into those studies, I started realizing that I didn't enjoy what I was doing there. You know, sitting in a, I was sitting in a, in a classroom, you know, all day memorizing formulas and memorizing dates and all of this stuff. And, you know, in an outdated school system. And I was starting to open up just to the creative flow of expressing myself through music and art and all of this. So there was a dissonance that was being created in me. And really through that whole time, and even maybe starting a little bit before that, I was really resonating on a frequency of loneliness. And I don't know if I want to call it depression or, you know, whatever, because people have their different ideas about what exactly that means or what that, uh, yeah, what is the true you know what you can call depression and whatnot but for me at least what i'm saying is i was inclined towards a negative vibration i didn't feel you know a sense of deep joy in life or of excitement and you can say of course you know this is a time period in every person's life around you know that age yeah 16 to 19 or something that a lot of things are changing and you're trying to find yourself in the world and all of these different factors are at play. Uh, so a lot of people go through, you know, maybe not feeling the best at that time. But still, I don't know. I don't think it's normal that that whole part of the population is in a big way so depressed and dealing with anxiety and all sorts of different things that aren't really pleasant. But <laughs> getting back to my point, I was in there you know and I wasn't feeling so good I felt that this harmony that I was studying there and I knew that it wasn't really what I wanted to do most but it's what everyone was doing and you know the most accepted path and I didn't really know exactly what I would do if I wasn't doing that so I was dealing with a lot of loneliness and for those of you that have listened to my music that was coming out of the time you know you can hear that super clearly my lyrics were super depressive and you know just feeling heartbreak and loneliness and not loving myself and not loving life and that was just my you know dominant state at that time that's how I felt most of the time and so as I was moving through that I was really uh, questioning you know do I want to continue with these studies or what am I doing and at the time I was also just an atheist you know I was I was caught in a very scientific materialist reductionist paradigm and perspective of life and you know before that I guess I had some sort of feeling of believing in God or something but I didn't really know what that meant or anything but when I came in there yeah I just lost all of that and so fast forward to my last year of those studies um I started to hang around, well, let me see. It was maybe in the second year of the studies that I met my dear brother, Ivan Mentes, that if you haven't uh, checked him out or listened to his music, I highly recommend. Uh, he's got a lot of beautiful music on online, on Spotify or wherever you like to listen to music. And he's also on Instagram, Ivan Mentes Music. And he was, he's been two times on my podcast so by being around him, he was someone that was already 10 years older than me and he had been on his journey for a while of traveling both to South and Cent Central America or well, he was in yeah Colombia and all over there in South America and he went to Thailand and over there in Southeast Asia and he was in India and he'd been all over the world and he'd also been studying a lot of philosophy on his own and diving in deep on the spiritual path and the path of artistry and so he had a wealth of wisdom and of perspective that I hadn't really been introduced to before that so we started connecting originally through music but very soon he started you know 
telling me and introducing me to those perspectives and that philosophy, you know, both in regards to health and uh, mindfulness, you know, positive psychology and spiritual philosophy and practices and all sorts of sorts of beautiful things like that. And so he was someone that really opened me up in a big way. And he also was the one to introduce me to plant medicine, which really, really expanded my perspective and opened me up in a very positive way to receive the grander truths and, you know, the grander reality of life that I hadn't really known to be possible before that. And he also introduced me to some dope-ass books and all sorts of good things like this. And so it was a revolution for me um, in 2019, it was. that That was the year where I graduated from that school, that junior college. And it was the same time that I was starting to explore with plant medicine and getting into reading books such as Conversations with God and he gave me a book by Krishnamurti which was a good one I can't remember the name of that one and other texts that really gave me deep perspective and in a matter of a few months essentially I just cracked open out of that depression and that loneliness that I'd been in for years and I just really snapped out of it like bang (laughs) It was wild, you know, and I was so deeply grateful because I hadn't seen any way out of it. I just thought that was what I was going to be in moving forward because I could see everyone around me was on that. You know, everyone was taking, you know, medication for anxiety or depression and no one was really, you know, in my age group and of my friends and people around me. No one was really holding a state of high vibration in the sense of any you know, deep spiritual connection or purposeful connection to life or to source or the universe. And yeah, a lot of things shifted there. You know, I graduated from that school. I uh, started exploring with plant medicine. I started reading those books. I got myself in great shape at that time as well. I started going to the gym like a madman, put on loads of muscle, got healthy and fit I was only working in music and doing these TV shows and all this sort of dope stuff. And then I was feeling super good. You know, I was really opening up. And that was also the time when I was starting to break out of that atheistic perspective that had been, you know, holding me so tight for the years preceding that, which was very liberating for me to you know, realize, wait, there's more to this than meets the eye. It's not all just, you know, rational scientific thought that can explain what's going on. The mystery runs way deeper. And, you know, the things that really, you know, make made that a knowing within me was just direct experience. You know, I started having these profound revelatory experiences of connecting to life in a way that couldn't be explained with words and couldn't be rationally conceived and you know it's difficult to really explain those uh, experiences because in their essence they're ineffable meaning you know words do not uh, words aren't enough they they don't do them justice you know they can only point towards the direction of that experience but they can never fully explain what that was like and you know anyone that's had a spiritual experience or a transcendental experience either through meditation or breath work or a big change in their life plant medicine any different you know medium that brought you there knows that is something that can't be explained with words and so that was super profound for me starting to see that that was possible and that started making me question what I really wanted to do with my life because I'd been on that path of music but I was creating music that I stopped really resonating with you know because 
like I said, for those of you that have listened to that music, is very depressive, talking about loneliness. And of course, there is a value in it for people that are going through that to have someone to connect to and be able to see that you're not alone in that. But I didn't want to anymore be someone that was transmitting that vibration out into the world. I wanted to start contributing to raising the frequency and bringing people up into states of joy and into states of creativity and inspiration, deep connection and purpose. And you can see that evolution on my musical path. You know, if you listen to the music that I'm creating now compared to, you know, some of my earlier material is worlds apart. And I'm deeply grateful to be able to continue evolving in my creative expression like that. And so, yeah, you know, I started really questioning my beliefs and my identifications. You know, who am I really in this? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to choose to be? Who do I, I want to create myself as in this experience? And so, yeah, that was incredibly profound. And it awoke me to, you know, I, I got a feeling of excitement you know just wow okay if this is just the start you know who knows what's to come and you know <laughs> i i couldn't have anticipated the wild experiences that i've had moving forward from that you know and i'll get into some of that um and it's funny with this spiritual path as well you know every time that you think you've come to a conclusion or that you found some grounding in an idea of like ah now i understand you know it wasn't like this it's like this it's funny because then life always comes back to you and kind of gives you a little slap in the face and tells you wait maybe you know it wasn't like that and now you think it's like this but have you considered that it's like this and it always shakes up your beliefs you know like ah, how can i word this best um always when we think that we've come to a conclusion or come to an understanding of what's really going on something is going to come along in our experience that we attract that's going to shake up that belief and deepen our knowing even farther but it's a process that never ends it can always go deeper and deeper and deeper so as we continue along the path, we start to realize that the less we hold on to any idea, the easier it's going to be. Because inevit inevitably, we're always going to be faced with a situation that's going to force us to surrender that belief or that idea so that we can continue freeing ourselves and, you know, deepening our connection to life and that's what the whole process is you know one way to look at life is that we come in here into this incarnation and we choose deliberately to forget the essence of who we are and get deeply immersed in this illusion or in the maya you know the grand cosmic play where we believe so deeply that we are separate from truth and that we're separate from god or the universe and separate from each other and then the whole path is about walking ourselves home to that unity and shedding all of the different layers of skin, all of the different uh, ways that we're holding ourselves separate from life and from each other. And so we come in here to forget just to have the joy of remembering again. And it's worth it, you know, it's worth it. We go we go in here and get all caught up in the world, you know, thinking that it's such a big deal and so much pain, so much suffering. And it's difficult when we're in it, but the joy of then remembering the truth of who we are, that we're really of the spirit, you know, that we really are all that same creative essence, that life force just expressing itself in different ways, pretending not to be itself so that it can have the joy of remembering that it was you all along. So, yeah, that's what the spiritual journey is in, in one way.
Um, and so, yeah, it led me also into deep curiosity of really wanting to understand, you know, okay, if, if I had it all wrong to begin with, how can I start getting at least some of it right? And so I started diving in deep with, you know, reading and listening to uh, lectures and podcasts and doing spiritual practices and trying all sorts of things from meditation to breath work to movement practices, you know, all sorts of different approaches that all have taught me a lot of things. But it also led me to traveling, which I'd say is probably one of the, you know, most effective approaches if you want to open yourself up spiritually is traveling to different places because it really snaps you out of your paradigm of reality that you believed this experience to be. And you start to see that there's so many different approaches to life and so many different people that are living in all of these different realities, you know, depending on where they're living, where they're coming from, how they're choosing to approach life and the beliefs that they're choosing to hold. And you start to realize, you know, even though you grow, uh, grew up in a certain context, that isn't the end-all, be-all. That's just a thin, thin slice of the possibility of what life can be. And it's very liberating and freeing in so many ways to see that there are different approaches to life and you can be the one to choose your approach. Seeing, you know, that there's yogis out there that are deciding just to sit in a cave and not to speak to anyone. And there's people that are deciding to live on the beach and surf and, you know, sell cookies or, you know, there's different people that are living off of their art or, you know, living here, living there, doing this, doing that. There's all of these different ways. And none of them is more right or correct than any other. You know, they're all valid. Every single approach has its place. It's just a matter of which one do you want to experience? Which one do you think is going to bring you the most joy and fulfillment is in life and so yeah my travels man they really have opened me up you know I went I mean I traveled just with my family going to resorts and different things you know as I was younger but as I started to go out on my solo journeys that's when things really started to happen and the first one that I went on was to Thailand that was when I was 19 um, in December 2019, I just popped over to Thailand and I really had <laughs> no plan of what in the world I was going to do there. You know, I just knew I was going to throw myself out there, see what would happen, see what lessons were there waiting for me, what people were there. And so I just went on, uh, hopped on the plane, flew over. Well, first I went actually to Berlin met my friend Ivan there, you know, had a super amazing experience going to Berlin. That was wild as well, you know, being in that big city. And, you know, I'm from a small town here in the north of Iceland. So being in a city like that, it was really wild in many ways for me. Just the energy that's in there, you know, all of those different people, all of that, all of those different thoughts in the minefield of both what already happened there and everything that's happening there now is intense in many ways, but also beautiful in a lot of ways. And so from there on, I went to Thailand and that was wild. You know, I just came there and I was like, shit, you know, this is just a whole different paradigm, you know, for any of you guys that have been to Bangkok or something like this, you know, I came in there. And it was packed, you know, it's so big and the energy is so intense. You know, if you thought Berlin was wild, you come to Bangkok. And little did I know when I came there that it was actually the birthday of the king or something like that. So things were like 10 times crazier than they usually are. Just like every street, you know, packed with just so many people. 
and everyone you know on a mission you know going about through the traffic you know i think it's some of the craziest traffic in the world they say in bangkok and i got there and i was like all right you know here i am i really just made it i hopped on a plane flew across the ocean and now i'm here in thailand you know what am i gonna do so i just opened myself up really to follow the flow of my intuition in that and i just kept making moves with my intuition of where i was supposed to go or where i was meant to direct my travels and yeah i met so many amazing people along the way there you know spiritually inclined people world travelers people from all different backgrounds and cultures and when you see that you know it really gives you a lot of perspective like i said that everyone's you know dealing with something different you know and it can be so far away from what you experience in your life but at the same time it's all so close to each other you know even though people that come in from the different corners of the world of the world you know we're still all human beings going through the same basic you know predicaments and facing the same challenges they might be manifesting in our lives in different ways but at the core of it we're all the same and holding that polarity you know seeing how vastly different we all are but still how incredibly similar we all are is something that i think benefits all of us you know connecting to each other and really you know just talking to each other you know where are you coming from man what's going on with you you know you're coming from uh, asia or are you coming from uh, south america you're coming from europe you're coming from the states are you coming from africa you know we're all on this planet together and we're seeing it clearer than now that you know we're all connected and the choices that we're making in each corner of the world are affecting the whole and so seeing you know that we're not so different you know and we can't continue doing things that we think are uh, going to be benefiting us but on the expense of someone else you know is that idea of a win-loss paradigm versus a win-win you know when you're thinking that you can win while someone else is losing like this competitive attitude is always going to be coming back to you because if you're inflicting pain or suffering or a loss on someone else karmically you're manifesting that for yourself as well because you are part of that whole you know we are all part of this planet it's an interconnected interrelated holistic system and so rather starting to shift our focus to win-win you know how can i do something that's going to create a positive impact for me and everyone around me and for the planet and for nature that's going to be something that you know truly takes us to the next level that's going to be i think one of the shifts that we're going to have to take sooner than later right now on the planet if we don't want to really see things you know <laughs> go in a unpleasant direction which you know in some ways of course they already are but in other ways we're always improving and so yeah you know there in thailand i had some profound spiritual experiences of you know i i was there up in the mountains and i had a incredible experience on mushrooms they grow there in in the shit of the cows no in the shit of the elephant i mean so there's these huge mushrooms, like almost the size of a plate or something like that, that grow coming out of there. And so me and this guy from, um, wait, he was from Portugal. The two of us came through there and we got some of those, bought them off of this dreadlock Thai guy. He was in there. <laughs> selling those and we bought some and we took them and we went up into the mountains and we had this beautiful experience watching over a sunset there like looking at the fractal geometry of the incredibly beautiful light that was coming off of there reflecting off all of the mountains there was elephants walking around you know if you've ever been to thailand this was in pai um you know having such a deep sense of 
connection to earth and to nature and to each other and that was so beautiful and yeah we kind of went up there and we watched the sunset and it was beautiful but then we were up there kind of stuck because it got dark and we were you know deep in the medicine so we were trying to get down but the trail was looking like it was morphing and moving and we couldn't really see what we were trying to do so it was a whole adventure getting back there that reminds me if you guys ever listen to my song get back uh it's like how do we get back that song is about that experience (laughs) and the photo that's on the cover of that song is a photo that my friend took on a polaroid camera of me right when we're on there in that sunset so yeah i don't know if any of you ever reflected on that song but that was about that experience and then i had another experience um, on the beach there in Copangyang, uh, smoking buffalo alvarez toad medicine with this girl from poland that was also quite wild if i uh, reflect on that like i i was there i came to that island and I didn't really know what I was trying to do, but I came there and I had this guitar from Ivan, actually, my friend Ivan Mendes. And I was walking the street with a guitar and I'm just like, all right, let's see what happens. You know, I just came to this island. Uh, I'm just going to allow the flow to take me wherever. And as I'm walking the street, I hear this Thai lady. She's kind of yelling out to me and she's like, Musica, Musica. And she's saying that, like musica musica and i'm looking at her like all right you know let me come over and play some music because she saw that i had the guitar i'm like i don't have anything else to do let me just share with her some of my songs and she goes in there and she's starting to cut up coconuts and she's giving me this dragon fruit and coconut and she's giving me all of this fruit for me playing music (laughs) and so then this lady pulls up on a motorcycle and she's buying like some coconuts there and she comes on her motorbike and she is kind of there and I'm playing the music and the lady's preparing the fruit and I just start talking with her and she's you know asking me where I'm from what I'm doing you know what's going on and I'm just asking her the same and then she's like you know if I have any plans for that day And I just tell her, you know, I'm thinking about maybe walking over to the beach or something like that. But I just got this guitar. I'm really just letting the flow take me wherever. So she says to me, you know, I can, you can hop on the back of my motorbike and I'll drive you to the beach at least. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. You know, it was going to be a 40 minute walk or something anyway. So that's nice. So I hop on the bike and we start talking on the motorbike as we're driving there. And she starts telling me that she's deep into like manifestation and almost like this kind of witchcraft and all of these spiritual practices. And at that point, you know, I'm very curious and very open to all of that and really into it. So I'm like, dope, you know, that's that's a great, great chick, you know, that I just met there. And as we come to the beach, I'm like, you know, why don't you just come to the beach with me and we'll maybe get some dinner there or something. So we come there and we start talking and getting some dinner on the beach. And she's telling me all of these stories and I'm telling her all of my stories. And then she tells me that she had been in Mexico, actually, and that she'd been working with the shaman there in the desert uh, with Bufo medicine, the toad medicine there. That's 5-MeO-DMT. And at that point, I hadn't tried it ever, uh, but I was very curious about, if you know, experiencing that and knowing what that experience is all about. And I was like, wow, okay, so you've been working with that medicine, you know, tell me about it, tell me what's going on. And she's like, she just says that she actually has some of that. And I'm like, you know, are we going to do that? Or, you know, what's the deal? <laughs> You know, at that time, I didn't really know. You know, I I had heard loads what it was about. I had listened a lot of Terence McKenna and different people describing that experience, but I hadn't had it myself. And so she's like, uh, what about tomorrow morning? And 
of course me i'm there you know just i'm ready to do it right now but okay if you want to wait till tomorrow let's okay that's fine i didn't really know you know the depth of the medicine and the respect that you have to have but anyways you know we ended up spending that evening we went to an ecstatic dance and we had a a super good experience there and that was also my first time trying rapé if any of you guys have heard about that that's a mixture that comes from the amazon forest of pulverized tobacco with uh, the ash of a certain i think it's a tree bark that they use the ash of or a root i think it's a tree bark mixed with different herbs and essentially you load it up in a pipe that's made out of bone and you put it up in your nose or like the person that's serving you puts it up in your nose and then you kind of shoot it like you blow through the pipe so you shoot it all the way up your nose and (laughs) that one also i had only heard about before i never experienced it but she was the one to serve me that for the first time had a very beautiful experience with that medicine as well and so yeah i won't get into the depths of like i ended up (laughs) spending the night with that girl there but it kind of it was a little bit funny how it all unfolded and then you know the next morning we went and smoked the bufo and yeah that was actually super wild you know we were there on the beach and i went in and i had this experience of like watching over the horizon and as i smoked it there was a moment of like is there nothing gonna happen you know i smoked this and there's nothing going on and then it just kind of snapped like this crackle came and i just saw i looked at the clouds and they instantaneously like shifted into these like fractal looking geometric shapes but i could still see you know the clouds and they started moving like so fast like 10 times the speed of normal time they just started racing across the sky and i'm like wow that's crazy but i could still you know i was still there present in my mind to some extent to be able to experience that and then i look over to her and i'm like (laughs) so i was saying like whoa but it was the slowest thing ever so simultaneously i was experiencing time speeding up like crazy but slowing down like crazy and I could hear the sounds of the waves coming through on the ocean there. And I had this, like, what do you call it? Like a intersomatic experience or something like that, where the, where the senses merge. So my sight and my sound, like my sight and my hearing merged into the same in that moment. So I was seeing the sound of the waves and hearing also you know the waves that i was seeing and it all just was the same kind of like somatic frequency experience that was coming over me and i was like yeah you know i didn't really know what to make of it i was just like this is the craziest thing that i've ever experienced in my life but i lay down there and just experienced that and i still had you know i didn't fully merge with everything you know i still had a you know a dualistic perspective of like okay i'm here and i'm experiencing something and i was trying to just think to myself you know what am i supposed to make of this you know who am i in relationship to this experience and all of this stuff but then i came back and you know that experience is only like 10 minutes or something so i came back and i'm like sitting there you know just i'm looking like that statue of the thinker just you know got my hand on my head and i'm thinking what just happened you know because when you come out of it your rational mind is right away trying to make sense of what just happened to you but you can't grasp it you know that experience just like i was describing earlier is so transcendental that no words or no rational thought can really describe it in any clear way so i was there like wow and she's like how was it and i'm just there saying you know that was wild you know i don't know what to say and (laughs) then i quite soon after then that i'm like looking at her asking 
should we go again? <laughs> so we went in again and, you know, again, I went in and had this profound connection to my body and like to my animal nature, you know, really feeling the depths of connection to my ancestors and the whole evolution of, you know, humanity coming into this physical form and into this peculiar and uh, specific expression that we're in right now, you know, this primate experience. Uh, but as I came back from that as well, I was like, I didn't really know what to make of it. <laughs> it's, for anyone that's ever had that experience, is really beyond words. But yeah, then, you know, that same day I went and I left that island and I went back to the mainland and it was a funny experience later with that girl. She she kind of started hitting me up on Instagram after that and she felt like it wasn't the right energetic exchange there between the two of us because I, you know, in hindsight, I think she was expecting something more from me romantically but at that time I was just more focused on you know that spiritual aspect of that so I wasn't really inclined to dive in with her in that way and so she was expecting that and then she started hitting me up and you know wanting me to pay her or something for that experience that she had just invited me for you know she had never mentioned anything on that note and so it was kind of funny she was coming in there and I was like mm, that's a little bit funny you know that you're coming to me after that and was really behind that and she ended up saying that she was cursing me after that that was yeah no need to get into the depths of that but I got a little bit frightened there for a moment that she was going to curse me but I realized that if I'm going to get cursed you know I would have to be the one to accept that curse you know the power is in my own hands to either buy into that story or not so I ended up being fine, but <laughs> yeah, point of the story being that, I don't even know, point of the story being that I don't know. And I, I guess that's also one of the deepest truths on the spiritual path is really coming into that knowing of not knowing, seeing that, you know, none of us have the slightest idea of what's really going on here you know we just find ourselves selves in this moment of you know being upright primates on a planet you know and we're birthed into this experience and we're circling around this sun and we're just trying to ask ourselves you know what led us to this point and where are we going with all of this but none of us can understand in any way how it all works or what it all means and you know, finding peace in that uncertainty, that's one of the deepest explorations on the spiritual path. Because, you know, even though we have science to explain some of the things that are going on here, that only covers the slightest, 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 slightest fraction of this experience you know we truly have no idea of what's going on with this you know what is consciousness how does time work in this where you know why is it the way it is why is it so specific our experience with you know the certain laws or at least habits of the universe that seem to be working and at play here and you know, both when you get to the bigger perspective of, you know, galactic awareness and, you know, looking at the solar system and planets and all of this, we're like, what is even going on? You know, this universe and black holes and worm holes and, you know, two dimensions, three dimensions, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine dimensions, who knows? But then also when you zoom in and we start realizing we don't even know what's going on with you know, matter at its basic, uh, at the basic level, you know, what even is an atom, what is a particle, how does the cell work, you know, what's holding this all together. Point being, you know, we have no idea what's really going on here. And I think that's something that is really actually of great assistance for us personally on the path 
is really coming to terms with the mystery of it all seeing you know that we got no idea what's going on and that's in many ways very joyful and fun to explore and yeah you know it's brought me into um still you know the uncertainty and the knowing that i don't know anything has also led me to greater purpose and knowing of what i then really want to create in this experience and how i want to express myself through my art through my music through the way i show up in the world you know what i share with the people around me how deep i can love how deep is the peace in my heart and yeah like all of the you oh yeah i was gonna say that experience with smoking the toad that was the one that inspired my song jade eyes for the ones that have listened to that <laughs> because that girl she had like she had these super green eyes it was very mystical in many ways but yeah you've seen it's affected my art in a lot of ways my painting and my music is now way more pointing towards those transcendental realities rather than you know depressive and lonely states and it's meant to induce a feeling of the individual of expansion of and of a you know greater sense of awe of this whole experience that's also something to really tune into on the spiritual journey is just this sense of awe you know this sense of wonder that i don't understand any of this stuff but i know that it's magnificent you know i know that it's wild and it's wildly beautiful it's just you know when you look at a sunset or when you look at the eyes of another human being when you look at the clouds moving or you look at a snowflake you look at your own face you listen to a piece of music or you appreciate profound art or a tree or something and just tuning into that wonder of like wow wow you know this is just magnificent i don't understand how it works i don't have the slightest clue of what's holding it together or what's making it manifest like this but i know that it's beautiful i know that it's something so magnificent so profound that you know sometimes you just gotta get down on four knees and just really surrender to that wonder surrender to that wonder surrender to that wonder <laughs> that could be a that could be a song Surrender to the wonder. Ponder the wonder. So, yeah, you know, and then it led me, of course, to coming back after Thailand and being here and then COVID, you know, and that's been a whole ceremony in and of itself. So many things have been brought to the surface through this pandemic experience that are really inviting us to look deeper within of what we're doing on this planet and what sort of experience we're trying to create as a collective here together you know what are the beliefs that we've been holding that it's time to let go of and what's the paradigm we've been operating within that is maybe outdated and then what do we want to implement moving forward and for me I see it as an invitation to really connect deeper to nature, connect deeper to art, you know, how we express ourselves, connect deeper to each other and, you know, really be brave enough to look at ourselves and see, you know, where have I been holding ideas or beliefs that have been contributing to this pain and suffering that's being manifest on the planet right now. You know, how have I been holding ideas myself that have been contributing to separation? And, you know, how can I surrender them and maybe implement more beliefs that serve me and all others in moving forward towards a state of harmony and state of health, state of joy and alignment 
with the universe and with life. And I feel like that's the invitation now, you know, what are you going to do personally in your life that's going to contribute to the healing of all? Because, you know, as above, so below, everything that happens on the small scale is having an impact on the big scale and everything that's happening on the big scale is having an impact on the smaller scale. So if you're doing something to positively change your life, you're having an influence on all of those around you and that ripples out to the entirety of creation, you know. Nothing goes unnoticed. And so when we all, you know, all of us just have our personal lives to work within. That's the perspective that we're operating within. And so seeing, you know, how we can make the most of that is the best thing that we can do for everyone else. So, you know, it might seem selfish from a certain perspective but the most selfless thing you can often do is to be selfish because when you really tune into that knowing that we're all deeply interconnected and in this together you start to see you know that what's good for you is good for everyone else and what what is good for everyone else is good for you because if you can elevate your life in some way you're going to come out with a vibration into the world And that's going to be affecting everything that you touch, you know, everywhere that you go. So take time to really be selfish with your actions. But also take time to be selfless, you know, get yourself out of the way. Get yourself out of the way. Stop thinking so much about what is the best thing for you or what is the best thing that's going to contribute to your life. You know, start putting yourself in a place of service. How can I help those around me? What is the value that I can add for the people that are in this experience with me? Whether that be your friends, your family, your community or your society or the whole planet, you know. And that goes for people or plants or, you know, essentially just every time that you're doing something that's good, it's going to have a good impact on the entirety of creation. So focusing our attention towards the positive, towards the good, the beautiful, and really energizing that with our attention, starting to move our attention off of those things that do not serve us, off of the negative, you know, moving our attention off of those points of pain and of suffering and seeing rather how we can contribute to spreading joy, spreading love, spreading peace and yeah that's the spiritual journey there that's the spiritual journey and i'm grateful that we're at this point in time here and now you know all together brought into a deep deep meditation with this pandemic to really see what we want to how we want to approach this moving forward ah so I just want to take a few moments here to end this episode by saying a little prayer. Ah. Here we are in this present moment, feeling gratitude for all of the blessings in our lives. We're so fortunate. To have the opportunity to really become present right now and see that the power is in our own hands. When we bring consciousness into all areas of our lives, we see that we can make choices. And those choices have a massive impact on our lives. A choice to how we operate within our own minds. A choice to what we want to do with our physical body. A choice with the words that we want to express. What are the words that are in the highest alignment with your vision of who you really want to be? What are the actions that contribute to making your life how you want it to be? And what are the choices that you're making that aren't in alignment with that highest vision? What are you doing on the day-to-day that's 
not serving you? Are you brave enough to bring awareness to those areas and make change? Take action. Let go. What are we waiting for? It's only ever the present moment. So if we're looking outside of that, you know, tomorrow I'm going to change it. I'll change it in a month. I'll change it in a year. It's going to be better when I get this. It's going to be better when this happens. We're always distancing ourselves from that love and that joy, that deep peace that's always available to us here and now. If you're not feeling it now, what are you waiting for? And I know there are things that could be improved in our life situation. There's always things that could go better. There's different things that we might want to change. And taking conscious action to change those things is incredibly powerful. But not forgetting to enjoy that process, you know, enjoy exactly where you're at. You're at the perfect place in your journey right now. Everything that's gone on in your life, everything you've experienced has been completely perfect to bring you into awareness in this present moment. If you're conscious and aware right here and now, it's all been worth it. It's all led you to this moment, this moment of appreciation. So... I, I wish you clarity. I wish you, I wish you, I wish you purpose. I wish you a sense of wonder, a sense of awe of life. I wish you deep connection to those around you. I wish you may open your heart to love unconditionally all all of the people around you, all of the aspects of yourself that you might not fully have loved before, inviting them into your heart, bringing them all into that field of love. All of the mistakes that you thought you made, all of those moments where you thought you weren't enough, all of the things you said that you didn't want to say, or all of the missed opportunities bringing them all into your heart right now and just loving them, seeing that they were perfect just the way they were. They were all serving a perfect purpose to lead you into this moment, giving you lessons along the way. Sometimes we need to go through those experiences that might not seem in the moment like what we want the most so that we can come to a true understanding of what it is that we really want. And I wish that you may see that all possibilities are open to you. You can do whatever you wish. You have full creative power in this experience. You don't have to settle for anything other than that highest expression of how you want to show up, who you want to be. The universe is working with you. Life is supporting you on that path. It just wants the best for you. It wants you to feel that depth of love, that depth of peace, that creative power surging through your veins. Everything is co-inspiring with you. Everything is working to assist you on your path. And even the things that come into your life that don't seem like blessings in that moment, they're working with you because they're bringing you into awareness. And the more you start to see that it's all just blessings, even the hardship, even the pain, even the suffering, it's all love, it's all blessings, it's all the universe giving you the perfect signs you need in each moment for your journey of expansion, of spiritually deepening your connection surrendering those beliefs that don't serve you surrendering to love may you be healthy may you be happy may you be whole 
You are home, just as you are. Aho. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, for tuning in with me today. I love you. I'm sending you deep support. I support you on the path. I'm rooting for you. If you ever have anything come up in your experience that you need perspective on or you might need someone to assist you or maybe just talk to on the journey, know you can always reach out to me. I'm there for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm supporting you. And I want to do everything that I can to help you on your path of deepening that connection to love, deepening that connection to yourself and life. And so with that, thank you for listening to this podcast, sending you a lot of love, sending you a lot of blessings. Peace Peace out. out.